and welcome everyone once again to another edition of the Indiana High School Football All-Star Digest. I'm Coach Dave Baumgartner and along with me is uh, my co-host Coach Ted Huber and then of course we have our expert uh, uh, people that are with us, our expert coaches that are with us uh, that uh, would be uh, Coach Marty Huber, uh, state championship coach and also Coach Bob Bridge, also a state championship coach. So guys, welcome to the podcast and uh, we're in week three or round three of our podcast here, and this features, of course, the semifinal round for the sectionals in most cases. And then, of course, in the 6A uh, class, this is actually their first round of sectional competition. So, Ted, I'm going to let you lead the way. Okay, I've got a couple stats, and I don't know how important they are, but there's 190 teams still in the state championship case as of today. Okay. Okay. After this weekend, there'll be 96. It'll cut it a little bit more in half. And then into the regional, it goes down to 48. And then in a semi-state goes to 24. And then in the state finals, obviously, there's 12 teams that are going to buy for the sixth state championship. Right. All right. Now, here's something else. Get your wallet out. You got a family and uh, four kids, and your wife is a football fanatic, and uh, you go to football games. So you have gone to three sectional games, and uh, that costs you $6 a piece, so that's $18. Okay. You go to a regional, that costs $8. You go to a semi-state, that costs $10. And you go to the state finals on both days, and that costs you $15 each. So each one of those people, each one of those people uh, are spending $66. I think that's pretty good for entertainment. Oh, yeah. You know, but uh, still, uh, you know, just don't, you you probably won't have any money left to buy popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that could be. Um, okay. But still, I mean, you know, I, I agree. I think it's a pretty um, inexpensive form of entertainment, and it's exciting entertainment. I think it's the best show in town, and from all of our yep. perspectives, I'm pretty sure that's what everyone thinks. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a, you know. Great. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So. Well, yeah, the IHSAA is excited about it because they're going to make some money this year. Okay. They, oh, yeah. they were hurting a year ago. I'll sure. tell you that. Sure. So, yeah. anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. You know, it's always nice to have uh, something before you start getting down to the nitty gritty. I guess. Well, oh, a little background. I, I, I apologize, Theodore, because I, uh, when I went to the game, I walked in with the home team. In coaching <laughs> staff. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since I've paid to get in a game. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. 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 So I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't pay uh, last week. I'm going to have so, to hang okay. out with you guys because I usually have to pay for those tournament <laughs> no, tickets. No, 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 You're You're still practicing. Well, yeah, you, yeah, you we're good. You're yeah. going you're, you're gonna to be playing in January or something. The next <laughs> <game>. <laughs> well, I tell you, we are heading over to watch, uh, you know, a couple teams play on Friday night as a yeah. staff. So for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, no, I think, you know, well, I mean, of course, it's all football is so important to all of us, but it's just, uh, you know, and uh, and our support up here, as far as it goes to fan base and stuff, has just been 
phenomenal. And every place that we go, uh, I see good support, you know, across the board, uh, going even into Michigan City like we did early in the year. And, uh, you know, we certainly see uh, even that Ohio team that we played in the first game, they brought a number of people over to watch that game. So it's uh, good that the COVID thing's kind of, you know, slowly but surely going away and people are getting out and active in this. So it's a, a and wonderful then, uh, thing. The other, the other economic factor is that is you buy popcorn, but since it's high school, you can't buy adult beverages. No. So you save a little money there. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you ever notice how Bridge cannot get through <laughs> conversation without talking about beer? You yeah, ever notice yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, said, I said adult beverages. Yeah, yeah I right. know what you said. Right. <laughs> Well, it's a good thing that we aren't that we're all in separate locations, <laughs> and yeah. that we aren't in the duck yeah. room doing this because no. <laughs> possibly by the end of the for the broadcast we might not make much sense. But some people don't think we're making a lot of sense anyway. So I mean, I don't well, know. Well, but... I I have a statement to make at the end right. of the of the uh, podcast. All right, so. you just gotta. Get- you just got to go to Hobart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I went there with Ted one time. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Uh, that's a different breed of cat out there. No question. Yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what, Ted's going to have to go to work. And we've been joking about that for the last couple of weeks because uh, we've kind of put him in the spotlight as far as goes to taking care of the 6A matchups. And, of course, they've been on a bye. And this is a week now where they are – getting down to business in the uh, 6A class. So, Coach Huber, Coach Ted Huber, I'm going to turn things over to you. Sectional one, Crown Point, five and four, coached by Greg Uzia, who's in his first year at Crown Point, the 26th, 27th year of coaching. Uh, He was at Portage, uh, 1994 to 2006, and won over 100 games. Then he moved to Homewood Flossmoor in Illinois and was a seasonal playoff team over there in Illinois. And uh, he's, so he's, he's, uh, he's somebody that uh, they, they know is back in town. Right. Okay. And they're at Maryville. Right. Number four, Maryville, 9-0. and oh. uh, Brad Thief, seventh year, tenth year overall. Uh, Warsaw and Ball State alum and uh, has had a terrific year. Uh, They played, those two teams played the third week of the season, and Maribel won 50-13. to They had their way with them. All right, the lower bracket. Lafayette Jeff, 6-3. Pat Shanley, head coach, in his sixth year. That's a little down year for them. They usually have eight or nine wins at this time. Okay, and they're at Lake Central. He's three and six. Richard Good's the head coach, first year there, and uh, fourth year as the head coach. So, if you look at this, uh, these four teams, probably the favorite might be Maryville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I want to, make, right. Coach. I want to interject something here. Maryville and Crown Point. First of all, they are backyard rivals, and most people know that, but. If you didn't, since I taught up in Lowell, Indiana for the first few years of my career, I was well aware of the nine-mile road and, uh, you know, the time uh, or the, uh, uh, you know, space between the different schools up there. And uh, uh, Crown Point will play Maryville. I think it'll be a much uh, closer contest than it was in their regular season. Certainly hoping that, I mean, from my perspective with Brad and, you know, the connections that we all have there, that uh, 
we have with him. I certainly wish the best for the Pirates, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk. I really don't. So I hope I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, it might not be. Get your money out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Sectional two, Portage, two and seven. Terry Chesovic, second year head coach. They go to Chesterton, who's six and three, who was ranked earlier in the year. Mark Peterson in his ninth year at Chesterton, 15th year as the head coach. And in the sixth game of the season, Chesterton won 27-0 in a head-to-head match. In the lower bracket, a couple of teams that Northern people are familiar with, and he was four and five. That's kind of unusual. That's very That's unusual. In his 19th year at 10. And they go to arch rival Elkhart, who's five and four. <clears throat> Josh Chadwick, second year and 13th year of coaching. And in the fifth week of the season, 10 beat Elkhart 31 to 13. 31 to 3, actually. Okay. 31 to 3. So, right now, you need to give probably a little bit of an edge to Chesterton. Right. All right. Three, you go up to the Fort Wayne, in the Fort Wayne area up there, and also uh, in the Kosciuszko County, waiting in the wings is Warsaw. They're 7 and 2. Mark Curtis, head coach, fourth year, the Warsaw, 13th. Uh, 31st year overall, uh, had coached at New Prairie, had taken a Mishawaka team and was state runner-up one year down there, and they are waiting on Homestead, 6-3, and three. Chad Zolman, 18th year as the head coach, and they are at number six, Carroll of Allen County. Carroll's 8-1. Doug Dynan, head coach, 12th year, the seventh game of the season. Carroll, 17 to 10. So that's a close one. Yeah. And right now, I think you can flip a coin. But if you had to, if I had to pick somebody, I would say Carroll might be a little bit, little bit ahead of uh, with the with the competition that they play. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Number and also four. with their personnel, with their personnel also. Uh, the quarterback for uh, for Carroll, as we all know, uh, is a gunslinger, and he's a good one. So, going to North Dakota State, I believe, uh, which they win championships up there. Um, they're not the they're the Buffaloes, as opposed to South Dakota State, which is the Jackrabbits. All right, so it's a little more color and background there. Go ahead, Ted. I didn't mean to interrupt too much. Sure, you did. Oh yeah, I did. Right. Okay, <laughs> number three, Westfield, eight and one. Uh, they've been ranked high all year. Jake Gilbert, 11th year, 17th year as head coach. Uh, 2016, he was a 5A state champion. And in 2013, was a 5A state runner-up. They are going to Noblesville, 2-7, and seven, coached by David Sharp, son of Bill Sharp. Uh, in his second year at Noblesville, eighth year as the head coach. And they played each other in the fourth week. Westfield, 42. North, North uh, Noblesville, 15. Lower bracket, Fisher, 6-3. and three. Kurt Funk, 
head coach, second year there, 12th year as a head coach. Uh, Mississinawa, that's where he was at before he came to Fishers. They are at Hamilton Southeastern, 7-2. and two. Michael Kelly, second year as a head coach, fifth year overall. In the fourth game of the year, Southeastern, 42-13 to 13 over Fishers. But this might be this might be closer because Fishers is coming along. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fifth sectional number five, Armel number two eight and one, John Hebert seventh year Carmel, two thousand nineteen and two thousand sixteen six A state championship coach. 2018 state runner-up. They go to Avon. He's had a bad, bad year. One of the very few that Mark Bless has had. Mark's in his 12th year at Avon and 32nd overall. In the lower bracket, we have Brownsburg, 7-2, and two, coached by John Hart. Sixth year at Brownsburg, 37th year as a head coach. In 2009, he was a 5A state champ while coaching at Warren Central. And in 2007, he was the 4A state champion while coaching at Evansville Wrights. They go to Indianapolis Pike, who is 1-8. Right. Pat Echeverian, third year at Pike. And in 2013... He was the 1A state runner-up while at Eastern Hancock. And right now, I would say Carmel may have a slight edge. Right. Sectional 6, Southport, 0-9. Alex Pegtag, first year head coach. Cool. They are at Ben Davis, 4-5. Jason Simmons, fourth year as a giant, eighth year as the head coach. Eight, the lower bracket. Harry Meridian, two and seven. Brett Cooper, head coach, second year. And they're at Indianapolis Tech, five and four. Greg Chambers in his second year. This sectional has been annually one of the weakest in the 6A, okay? So, uh, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Seven, North Central, Indianapolis, one and eight. Unusual for Kevin O'Shea. Right. He's in his fifth year at North Central. 2009, 2010, 2011, 2015. 1A state championship coach at Lafayette Central Catholic. They are going to Lawrence North, five and three. At Mallory, ninth year at Lawrence North. Lawrence North's been up and down this year. And number eight, Warren Central. Warren Central, Mike Kirshner went back home. First year back at Warren, 19th year of coaching. Two-time state champion, 2014-2017, while at Ben Davis. 
and they are at Lawrence Central, three and six. Will Patterson, second year as the head coach. And right now, you can kind of flip a coin between a couple teams. I think I think the lower bracket, obviously, is the strongest one. And the number eight. All right. We've got in the wings, Columbus North, one of the Blessed Brothers, Tim Blessed, six and three. And um, Tim Blessed is uh, 22nd year as the head coach. And they win the prize because number one Center Grove nine and zero. Eric Moore, head coach, twenty third year at Center Grove, two thousand twenty and two thousand fifteen six A state champion, two thousand sixteen six A state runner up, and in two thousand eight five A state champion. They are the returning six A state champion. And they go to Franklin Central, who's getting better, four and five. Head coach is Jason West. uh, First year there, 14th year as the head coach. Jason West had a lot of success. 2012, 5A state champion, fall at Lawrence Central. 2010, 5A state runner-up at Lawrence Central. And in 2013 and 2018, state champion while at Warren Central. So this is is the first week that the 6As are playing, and they uh, can't wait to get going because they've been, you know, they've been waiting, and there's two that's got to wait one more week, as we said. Are there any comments or questions about the 6As? Yeah, why would he leave uh, Warren Central? Well, I'm not sure. Um, A lot of these people down here do things like that, okay? They go different places. I know why Kirshner went back, because that's his alma mater at Warren Central. Right. Kirshner was at Ben Davis, then he went to Mount Vernon, Fortville, and, and had a really good program for four years at Mount Vernon. Uh, to answer your question, I don't know. Right. But sometimes they, they people around uh, the city do that. Okay. Maybe it's the circumstances. You never know. Because we, <clears throat> as we sit here and talk like this, we've never been in the inner city situation. Right. Okay. You know, well, one thing too, you know, people talk about the impact that a coach can make it brings in his program here. And I think we see examples that in all of the classes, not just a six a, but these guys that uh, really know how to build programs and um, have success with it. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's why uh, they get to where they are. And that's why they uh, are in such demand uh, when uh, a job comes open. And like I said, that's across the board uh, as Ted is, uh, you know, we've lined up and talked to quite a few coaches here uh, thanks to what Ted has done here. And even before when we were doing the year-by-year uh, uh, year of the uh, All-Star game there, a number of coaches that just uh, they have got and understand how to put together a program, all the elements that are involved in it, for it to be a successful program. And, uh, you know, there's guys that have got, uh, you know, just stunning records of regardless of where they go, they end up being uh, successful 
uh, at their program because they got they got to figure it out. So, just a comment. Franklin Central, when Chuck Stevens was there, won four state championships. Right, and they've been struggling a little bit lately. Now, did Franklin Central recruit him? Quite possibly, they did because yeah. they were having trouble. They were having trouble getting to the point where they want to be competitive again. Okay, right. which would which would uh, you know mean that you know what you're talking about? Right. Okay, that may be the, the reason. Yeah. Oh no. Yep. Absolutely. All right. All right. We we go to five A. Yep. Number nine sectional Munster two and seven. Jason Grunwald, the fourth year there. We got Hammond Central. First year at Hammond Central, two and seven. Adam Hudak is in his first year. Okay, now we've got Hammond Morton, one and five. Mac Mitchler in his second year. And they go to Valparaiso, eight and one. All right, Bill Marshall, fourth year as a head coach. Valparaiso, 2019 5A state runner-up. Without question, it would be a giant upset if anybody would be able to beat Valparaiso in sectional nine. Right. All right. Ten, Michigan City. Michigan City, six and three. That's one of Warsaw's losses. Phil Mason, head coach, sixth year there. He won a state championship in 2013 to a state championship at Andran. And in 2014 was a 2A state runner-up at Andran. They go to South Bend Adams, who beat Goshen last week, 4-6. and six. Okay, Antoine Jones in his sixth year at Adams uh, also was a 4A state runner-up coach at South Bend, Washington in 2011. Okay? So the bottom bracket now in sectional 10, we uh, were talking about earlier, and here is number seven, Mishawaka, seven and two. Yeah. Keith Kinder, head coach, fourth year. And number six, Concord, nine and one. Craig Taylor, seventh year. Back in the sixth game of the year, Concord 38, Mishawaka 24. But I think we pointed out that uh, the senior quarterback didn't play for Mishawaka. Right. So if that is a factor, um, this game at best is a toss-up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? Without question. This will be a game in the, in the north. Yeah. This week. Okay. We go to the Fort Wayne area in 11, Fort Wayne Northrop, 3-6. and six. Jason Dorfworth, he's been there for eight years now. We talk about coaching family. Oh, yeah. All right. Jason Dorfler is a member of a coaching family. Grandpa, Buzz Dorfler, Fort Wayne Northrop back in the day. Okay. Uncle Dale Dorfler. Right. Was at Fort Wayne North as one of the places. And then his dad, Dean Dorfler, uh, also was in the Fort Wayne area most of his life. Right. They go to Snyder, 7-1. and one. <coughs> Kurt Tippman, 13th year as a head coach, 2013 5A state champion, and 2012 
5A state runner-up. Seventh game of the year, Fort Wayne Snyder, 42-12 over Northrop. By the way, just as a side note in talking to Kurt Tittman, the guy that gave the uh, pep talk uh, right before the Fort Wayne Northrop and Fort Wayne Snyder game was Mike Hawley. Oh, yeah. Former head coach at Snyder, former athletic director at Snyder. And he comes back every year, uh, Kurt says, and uh, I don't think he likes Northrop. (laughs) Just a guess. Okay. All right. All right. Now, uh, Fort Wayne North, two and six, Ben Johnson, first year. They go to Fort Wayne Winger, four and four. Jason Garrett in his fourth year, a lot of fours there. Yeah. In 2018, he was a 5A state champion. The second week, Fort Wayne Winger, 39 to 13 over Fort Wayne North. Okay, now, as we talked about earlier, in the ninth game of the year, Snyder beat Winger 33-22. to 22. So, if you, you know, you can look at it and say Snyder's the favorite. Who knows? But uh, Snyder and Winger are two to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah. Well, Anderson, here's a name that we don't talk about a lot. Two and four. Ron Qualls, fourth year at Anderson. Way back in 2007. He was the head coach, 2A state runner-up at Heritage Christian. Ooh. He might have started the program. I don't know, but that was in an early part of it. Right. And then in 2008, he's the 2A state champion with Heritage Christian. They go to Kokomo, 7-2. Austin Colby, second year there. One of the families, remember Grandpa right. Ron, Dad Brett, we talked about that. Lower bracket, Harrison, West Lafayette, eight and one. Gary Peoples, eighth year as a head coach there. His brother Bill is the head coach at Cathedral. Right. Uh, Terry Peoples has, with all his experience, has had somewhere in the, in the area of 15, 16 years of a small college coaching and knows how to coach the game. And they go to Zionsville, five and five. Scott Turnquist, head coach, third year, 2020, 5A state runner-up. They have been beaten by some really, really good teams, as we talked about before. And so this is a matchup in the center part of the state, I think, uh, that people will be looking at. Okay. Uh, Harrison versus Zionsville. All right. In 13, number two, Decatur Central, eight and one. Kyle Enright, sixth year at Decatur Central. Son, uh, son of a crazy guy named Enright that I coached with, uh, back in the day, 2018 5A state runner up. And they go to Terre Haute South, one and eight, Tim Heron, seventh, ninth year as the head coach at Terre Haute South. Lower bracket, Plainfield, five and three. 
Brian Woodard, 16th year as a head coach, outstanding football coach. He better be because they go to Cathedral this week, number one, nine and one. Oh. Bill Peoples is the head coach, won the state a year ago, and obviously will be the favorite as it comes on, not only this week, but probably weeks to come. Right. So we have 14, sectional 14, Columbus East, four and five. Eddie Vogel, first year as a head coach, replaces Bob Gaddis, who in his time there won three state championships. They go to Whiteland, five and three. Aaron Fisher, been coaching 17 years at Whiteland, 31 years. They've had a really good start and kind of got in a COVID situation in the middle, and they're coming on. So uh, there's somebody that you better pay attention to. Franklin, three and six in the lower bracket. Chris Call, head coach, fifth year at Franklin, 16th year as a head coach, 2014 3A state championship coach at Tri West. And those over there call it Tri-West Tenders. Okay? And they go to New Palestine, 6-3. and three. Kyle Ralph, ninth year at New Palestine. His record is unbelievable. Right. He has not lost, probably hadn't lost 10 games in nine years there. Right. They were really someone that was running over people. Uh, you know, like, for instance, in 2014, uh, they were the 4A state champ. In 2018 and 19, they were the 5A state champ. In 2015, they were the 5A state runner-up. So they've been kind of quiet, uh, you know, the last couple of years. But um, this could be, you know, you just flip a coin, I think, maybe. Right. Uh, in this sectional here. All right. Or we'll use Bridges money and battle it. Absolutely. (laughs) 15, number eight, Bloomington South. Six and two, Gabe Johnson, head coach, second year at South, fourth year as a a high school head coach. Number 10, Castle, seven and two, Doug Hart, 16th, or Doug Hurt, 16th year as a head coach. Okay, uh, this sectional is two Bloomington schools, uh, Castle and Evansville North. And I will point out that in the fourth year, fourth week of the season, that Bloomington South beat Bloomington North 28-14. to 14. And in the first week, uh, Castle 25, Evansville North 12. So uh, they never went head-to-head with each other, but uh, that's something to be looked at uh, after this week. Right. Evans in the bottom bracket. Evansville North is 5-4. and four. Joey Perrin-Dean, the head coach, fourth year at North, 10th year coaching. In 2017, was the 1A state runner-up at Eastern Green High School. And we talked about before, the brothers blessed. The Bloomington High School North is 6-3. and three. Scott Bless been there 17 years. And you can flip a coin with these four teams because nobody knows who's going to come out of that. And then the 16th sectional, which is the last one in 5A, Seymour, 
three and five, head coach Tyson Moore. Yes, his dad's name is Eric Moore. Oh, wow. Center Grove. And uh, he's in his second year at Seymour. Okay. And they go to Bedford North Lawrence, four and five. Eric Barker, first year head coach. Okay. You go to the bottom bracket. New Albany is six and three. Steve Cooley, been coaching a long time, 22 years at New Albany, 27 years overall as a head coach. They go to Floyd Central, who's four and six, who won last week, beat Jeffersonville. James Bragg, head coach, fourth. And right now, if you looked at it, New Albany might be a slight favorite. And, uh, you know, there's not a lot of big time teams in the south down there, with the exception possibly of Center Grove. So right. um, that's, uh, that's how I see this week. All right, very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's my pleasure to introduce to you Coach Bob Bridge, and he's going to talk to us about 4A and 3A. Okay. In 4A, uh, Gary West had a bye last week, and they're 6-2, and two, coached by Eric Shriver. And at one time, I think Eric was head coach at Hammond Knoll. I think he went down south, Greensburg or Greencastle, and is back up in, quote, the region. So they're 6-2. and two. Uh, They lost to Calumet and to Hammond Morton. Uh, they go to Lowell with Keith Billy Kilmer, 12th year. So it's the <laughs> Cougars against RDP. Right. East Chicago Central is two and six. They beat Bowman Academy and Hammond Knoll, but they go to the Brickies. Marty, they're the Brickies, and the Brickies are honorable mention. Uh, go to the end number zone. 12, and they're seven and three. Oh. Uh, so it's the East Chicago Central Cardinals against the Brickies. In sectional 18, Kankakee Valley, four and six, goes against. South Bend, St. Joe, three and seven. Kanky uh, Valley is the Cougars, spelled with a K. Okay, uh, oh. against uh, South Bend, St. Joe. In the other bracket, New Prairie, who's ranked number ten in four A, is eight and two, and they go to Culver Academy. Uh, this Cougars, New Prairie Cougars, is spelled with a C. And they go to the academy, and Andy Doral's been there for 24 years. And at one time, he was an assistant with Brad Smith at um, Crown Point. That's a good game. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Eight and two, and seven and three. The other, the other bracket is uh, four and six, three and seven. Hey, can Special I? Night. Sure. Can I tell a story about my experience at Culver Military, or do we want to just move on? Uh, no, no, go ahead. You're, okay. All right. It's your show. Oh, no. Well, I am pressing the buttons. But anyway, I'll run back it real quicker. I was a coach in Owawasee High School, and Myron Dickerson was head coach. And so we got a game with Culver Military. And, of course, you if you play at Culver Military, you play on Saturday afternoon. It's like a college football game. So we load up, and we head over there. And, uh, you know, uh, we're playing the football game there. And uh, um, all of a sudden, Culver Military scores. <laughs> and... We didn't, unbeknownst to us, 
they fire a cannon off when they (laughs) score. Well, they hit that cannon, and the whole Wallace team, including the coaching staff, hit the deck. I mean, it was like we didn't know they did that. So, anyway, it was kind of funny. But, uh, yeah, it was quite an experience to go over there and play. I can tell you a story about Myron. (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, there's lots of stories about Myron. but uh, Yeah. Legendary uh, question. I, I was an assistant at Blackford. And we were scouting Wabash, who played on a Saturday afternoon at Culver Academy right. before they got lights. It wasn't the cannon, but I almost got killed by their cavalry, <laughs> the horses. The black in the end horse zone. troop. In yeah. the end zone. Yes, yes. <laughs> I thought, oh, my goodness. Yes. Culver Academy. Yeah. Oh, by the way, South Bend St. Joe at 3-7, and seven, but last week they beat a good Logan Sport. Team, yeah. 15 to 14. Right. So that's worth mentioning there. Okay. Sec- sectional 19. Uh, hold, it, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. We're going to all tell stories about Calver. Yeah, I got sure. one. Go. Okay. All right. I got one. We played when I was dreaming <laughs> in high school. We played in the afternoon because they didn't have lights. Right. 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 And I scored as I was a quarterback. <laughs> and I scored that's right. three touchdowns against Calver. Wow. Okay. No wonder you're all county. One of the best, yeah, one of the best running backs (laughs) to ever play in northern Indiana ran for about 195 yards, and I had three touchdowns with a total of four yards. (laughs) (laughs) Efficient, efficient. Wow, yes, indeed. Yeah, and Coach Bungie, hey, you get on the one-yard line at the sneak, we'll go ahead and score. Right. So, uh, so I did. The only time I think I ever scored my whole life. Anyway, right. right. Did you win the Sounds game? Like an Al Bundy story. Yeah. Ted, did you guys win that game? Uh, yes. Okay. We did. That's why you were all county quarterback. That's why I was all county. We'll talk about yeah, I, that. No, I've okay. told that story before, but very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Uh, Marshall County at the time had two football teams, Plymouth right. and Bremen. Right. Okay. Plymouth was a single wing, didn't have a quarterback. Right. All right. And I was a quarterback at Freeman, so I was all county quarterback. Oh. And our backup quarterback played eight plays the whole year. Oh, my. Okay. Eight plays the whole year, and he was listed as the second team all county oh, quarterback. <laughs> and he was an insurance guy a little bit later. He got to be an insurance salesman. Right. And in his office, he had that Black. newspaper article oh, yeah. <laughs> with the highlighted when he was second team okay. uh, all county. <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, so by process Sorry. of elimination, you ended up being the all county quarterback. Yeah, it was all Marshall county. county. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay. Sectional 19. DeKalb at two and eight, uh, they beat Wallace. I'm sorry, Bummy. Yeah, I know. They beat Wallace, forty-two to seven. So for that, they get a reward. They get to go to Leo, yeah. who is who is ten and zero, and they're ranked number two. And they're monsters. So the, and the the Barons get to go play a different kind of a lion. It's not the Bremen or no. Detroit Lions, it's the Leo Lions. Right. And as I said last week, they are a double tight, straight T team, but they come after oh, you yeah. and they got two division. Then in the other bracket, Columbia City is is um, five and five. 
and they play at Northridge, who's six and seven. Yes. Um, at both six and four. Six and four. And six and four, yeah. And they both play uh, good quality opponents. So that will end up being a pretty good game. Yeah, it will be. Section, sectional 20. Fort Wayne Wayne at three and seven. That's Sherwood Haydock, second year there, 34 year. Fort Wayne Wayne, the Generals after Matt Anthony Wayne. Uh, they go to Delta to play the Eagles, uh, who are five and five. Mississinawa, seven and two, go to New Haven. Uh, both coaches are named, first names are Kyle in that game. Um, and New Haven's five and five. And they're coming off of a um, win against Huntington, who they played the week before. And I thought it was interesting. Um, that game um, was they beat Huntington the ninth game of the year, 57 to 27. Last Friday night, it was 35 to 34. Wow. Over Huntington. Yeah. So Coach uh, the Vikings his came close. Yes. Yes. So that, but um, so they get to uh, play each other seven and two at, at New Haven, five and five. Okay. Sectional 21, Connorsville, two and eight. Go to Richmond, who's two and eight. Okay. Uh, then Ted's already mentioned this. The other bracket is Mount Vernon, Fortville, who's nine and one with Vince Lighty, playing Travis Nolte's Cougars, spelled with a C, Greenfield Central, who's <laughs> seven and three. Um, I'm going to predict that the winner of Mount Vernon Greenfield central is probably going to win sectional 21 next week. I just, just, I'm going out on a limb there. There you go. Sectional 22, um, is, um, short Ridge at, um, ending that. Oh, this is fun. Three and four short Ridge get to go to Chittard who is six and four, but they're ranked seventh. And Chittard lost their first four games, and they're on a winning streak right now. So uh, hang on for the Short Ridge Devils going to play the Trojans. Lebanon at seven and three get the thrill of going to Indianapolis Ron Colley, who are 10 and 0. We already talked about their coach. Yes. His second year there, 28 years, and has won state championships in three different states. Yep. So it looks like now Lebanon is seven and three, but they don't play the same schedule that right. Ron Colley does. Right. So next week, I would imagine we're going to be talking about Chittard versus Ron Colley. Yep. And then sectional 23, South Dearborn. This is the one where there's all winning records. South Dearborn, 7-3, and three, ranked number 14. That's Rand Ballard. At Martinsville, 6-4, and four, the Artesians. Brian Duggar, second year. Then this other bracket is East Central, 8-2. and two, They're ranked number 5. At Mooresville, and Mooresville's ranked number 6 in the coaches' poll, and they're 8-2. So... Uh, they they all have winning records and uh, they they score a lot of points. Right. So that that one is wide open, I think. Then the last four A is Evansville Central had the bye. 
They're two and seven. They get to go to Evansville Memorial. Don Hurley, 14th year there. And Evansville Memorial is eight and two, and they're ranked number nine. Evansville Wrights, four and six, is at Northview. They're eight and two. Uh, Ted talked about their coach, Mark Ratz. Uh, ninth year there, 15th overall. So it's the Panthers, four and six, against Northview, the Knights, who are eight and one. So that takes care of um, 4A. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving to 5A or 3A. I'm sorry. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to get in Ted's in, territory uh, there. Yeah, out of there. Yeah. 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 Sorry. He'll fire me. Right. Okay. So we go up to sectional 25. Uh, Benton Central got their first win last week and they beat Northwestern. And they get to go to Hanover Central, uh, who's nine and one. They're the Wildcats. It's the Bisons playing the Wildcats, and the Wildcats spelled with a C, not right. to <laughs> with Whitco. Okay. I was going to ask, but go ahead. Uh, uh, River Forest five and three is playing at Knox four and six. It's the Ingots against Russ Radke, his second year at Knox, but he's forty fifth year and he's second. Um, in, um, and they got three wins going for them in a row here. And he's second in most wins behind Lawrence, but right. He has a chance to gain on him since, uh, Sheridan got beat. Sectional if, 20, if he lives to be 320 years old. Right, right, right. Mention that, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So sectional 26, John Glenn, uh, have lost to Wheeler. Hanover Central and South Central, they're five and four, but they go to Boggo Creek to play the Jimmies, who are eight and two. The other bracket is Mishawaka Marion, seven and three, and they're playing Tippy Valley, who are ten and zero. Oh. And Tippy Valley is honorable mention, uh, and they've had a really, really good year. Good year, yeah. So, you, so you've had a ten and zero, oh, seven and three, eight and two out of those three of the four. Sectional 27, uh, Fort Wayne Concordia, uh, where uh, one of the Dorfers used to coach. It's two and seven, but they go to Norwell, who's nine and one. So that's a biggie. Right. Uh, and then um, I have down the bottom bracket. Peru is seven and two. They've had a really good year. Their two losses were the first game of Logansport, and then undefeated Valley beat him in the conference. Right. Uh, and they're scoring a lot of points with coach St. Louis. Um, and then they're going against Bud Osmond and the Eagles at Oak Hill, eight, two and, uh, Oak Hill, uh, lost to Eastbrook and Mississippi. So that should be a pretty good game, uh, in that bracket. Okay. Uh, now we go to sectional 28, and Burbuff coming off 8-2. and two. And as I said last uh, Sunday, Ted was right. They did beat West Lafayette. They're 8-2. and two. Uh, They go to Northmont. Um, who, this, I I wouldn't mind seeing the film of this. I'm going to get a hold of Coach Mike Wilhelm uh, after he calms down. Uh, North <laughs> Montgomery beat Yorktown. Six to nothing in two overtimes. Wow. 
last week's game. Yes. So I thought that was kind of neat. Garen Catholic with Tom Dilley, uh, take, go to Western Boone, uh, and take on the stars who are six and four. So, uh, Garen Catholic against Weibo, and they probably will get the chance to play, uh, Burbuff. Right. Sectional 29, Tri West Hendricks is eight and two. They're ranked number eight. They go to a Ritter team who didn't win during the year. And then Ritter won last week um, against, uh, they have a difficult schedule, but they did win and they get to play Tri West. Danville, nine and one, goes to Indian Creek uh, and take on the Braves at three and seven. Um, that's don't confuse those with the uh, Atlanta Braves who are playing in the World Series tonight. Right. Okay. Okay. Section 30, Vincennes Lincoln, two and eight, go to Edgewood to take on the Mustangs. So it's the Allisons versus the Mustangs. Both teams have two wins. Owen Valley, number 15, the Patriots are eight and one, and they go to Brown County, not for tourist attraction. Right. But to play Brown County, and Brown County's five and five. Oh. Sectional thirty-one, Brownstown Central. Reed May in his twenty-ninth year. They're ten and zero. They go to Batesville, who are six and four. Then, in the other bracket, Lawrenceburg nine and one. They're ranked fifth. They go to Greensburg. Ted, I think you coached there at one time. Four and four. Four and four, the Pirates. So it could be nine and one Lawrenceburg, ranked number five next week against Browntown Central, ten and zero, ranked number six. Oh. And in the last sectional, Heritage Hill, eight and two. Those Patriots take on Evansville Bossy. They're three and seven. And then Salem, another Lions team, get to go to Gibson Southern, who's ranked number three, coached by Nick Hart. 10th year and they are nine and one so that takes care of three and four all right very good all right that's great now i know ted knows the answer before we introduce marty here um ted knows the answer to this but i'm not going to put him on the spot but i know it somewhere but he knows how many teams are are cougars in the state of indiana spelled with a c or with a k or whatever it's spelled with ted knows that so um, um, he'll maybe at some point, not this show or the next show, he'll be able to dig that up in his database. Cause I know he knows that. I have, uh, listed all the nicknames. Yes, right. I do. Absolutely. There's not too many ingots either. No, no, no. There's not. no. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. For next up. I'm we... sorry, Marty. <laughs> that's all right. That's a good one. Right. <laughs> Next up, Coach Marty Uber from Bremen, a state championship coach in his own right. Coach, talk to us about two and one class. All right. Two A to start with, sectional 33. Uh, first game, six and four, Rensselaer Central against a seven and three Andrean. They go two Andrean, who's seven and three. Second game, Boone Grove, who's two and six, go to Whiting, who's four and six. And Boone Grove lost to Whiting 7-6 to six, week 8 at Whiting. So that could be a close one. Of course, the Andrean schedule is a big factor here. Oh, yeah. Where they play all these big 
all the big schools. Right. Uh, another, I tell you, Rensselaer Central's got a, a good history of good, solid nose football because we played them a couple times. And their losses have been two times to Hamilton Heights. They lost to West Lafayette and Lafayette Central Catholic. So you, you can't count them out. No. Plus, Chris Meeks has been around a long time. Yeah, good coach. Yeah. Real good yeah. coach. Yeah. <clears throat> Sectional 34. Uh, seven and three Delphi goes two, eight and two Pioneer, and seven and three Bremen go to Laville, who's seven and two. There's going to be some, beat, a couple battles. Yeah, Laville beat Bremen 14 12 in week one at Bremen. Uh, Pioneer, they've won eight straight, probably you know, one of the strongest sections of the record wise. Yeah, yeah, anyway. absolutely. All right. Uh, sectional 35, and an O East side goes two, eight and two Central Noble. Second game, nine and one, Fort Wayne Lures uh, goes two, four and six Prairie Heights. Fort Wayne Lures is number one, and East side is number six. Uh, East side beat center, Central Noble 42 to zero, week eight at East side. <laughs> Uh, Prairie Heights, they played Bremen in the last game of the year. The kids play hard, but uh, they got a pretty steep hill to climb going against Lourdes. Oh, yeah. All right, section 36, uh, number two, Eastbrook, 9-0, and goes 2-8-2, LaPel. Uh, number eight, Tippin, who's 9-1, and goes to Alexandria, who's 4-5. and Lapel losses are to two A number five Heritage Christian and one A number one Indianapolis Lutheran. Tipton's loss was to four A Western. You know, That's just it. looking at this, Marty, I, you talk about records. Two A has more, has better records than I, I'm not sure anybody else. Yeah, through the whole last three whole four term. weeks, their sectionals have been. You know, big time records here. Yeah. All right. Are we Sorry. Ready? Are no, we ready for 37? All right. 37. Uh, Lucky at Central Catholic, six and four, who received votes. Go to six and four, Southmont. Bottom bracket, seven and three, Monrovia. Goes two, eight and two, Speedway, who received votes. Monrovia beat Speedway 28-22 week five at Monrovia. Uh, all the losses on this in this sectional have been to big teams. I mean, both teams. Like Monrovia losses are to 8-0 Linton Stockton, 8-0 Indianapolis Lutheran, and 6-3 Cecina. So there's some pretty good teams there. Speedway losses are to Monrovia and to Indianapolis Lutheran, who's 9-0. So... That Monrovia Speedway game should be a yes. headbanger. Yeah. All right, 38, 4-4, four four, Shenandoah. Goes 2, 7-3, Indianapolis Casina, who's number 10. Mm-hmm. Number 9, 9-0, Centerville. Goes 2, 6-4, Northeastern. Centerville beat Northeastern 49-0, week 5, at Centerville. Cena losses, of course, are to Speedway, Heritage Christian, and Indianapolis Lutheran. 
so they didn't surprise anybody last week. All right, 39. 5-5 five five Providence, host 6-2 and two Paoli. 6-4 uh, and four Triton Central, host 3-7 and seven Clarksville. Triton Central losses are uh, 1A number one Lutheran and Monrovia, Cecina, and Speedway. So there's four teams that they have lost to that have pretty good records. Uh, sectional 40. There's another sectional, Ted. You're talking about the, the good oh, records. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this 40 is something else. Uh, North Posey, who's 8 2, hosts 8 2, North Knox. In a bottom bracket, number three, ten and zero, Linton Stockton host number seven, eight and two, Evansville Modern Day. Oh, that's quite unbelievable there. Yeah, good football there. Yeah. All right. The thoughts on two A. Well, like you said, they're no, just I'm a bunch add of. Them up. Yeah, I'm go gonna ahead. Add them up and see what the totals are. That's. That's amazing. Yeah. How many wins they've got. Yes. All right. Moving on to 1A. Uh, five in sectional 41. Five and three South Central. Uh, goes two, three, and five Culver. Uh, number four, Winamax. Eight and O. Host. Number 10, seven and three North Justin San Pierre. Uh, number four, Winnemac, of course, is beating number 10, North Justin, Sam Pierre there in that second game. Probably, I would say the winner of that game got a good shot at the sectional title. Sectional 42, 0-8, uh, Tri-County, who got the bye last week. Uh, go two, five and four, Clinton Prairie. Five and five, Traders Point Christian, who's a favorite of one of our Oh, hard <laughs> Absolutely. I got to get a sweatshirt. Yeah. There's got to be one out there somewhere. What's their, uh, you know, mascot? I don't know. Yeah, what's their mascot? I don't know. Bob, do you know what's Trader Point? I, I'll, I'll get it for you in here in a minute. Trader Point ahead. Pioneers, that's my guess. Or maybe it's the, the Wildcats with a, I don't know. The rifle, They're the Knights. They oh, the are nice. the night. Oh, wow. The Trader K Point Knights. Yes. Okay. Same with as Southwood. All right. <laughs> yes. Or Nor Norwell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. They, they get to play the 7-3 Carol of Flora. Section 43. Number 3, 10-0 Monroe Central. Goes to number 5-8-2 South Adams. Another good game there. If it's not uh, raining too hard, I that's where I think I'm going. Yeah. Uh, you got umbrellas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then my boys down in Taylor, one and five. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Get to play five, four. They go to Union City. Uh, Monroe Central beat South Adams 23 to nothing week five at Monroe Central. So South Adams has got some. Uh, Yes. That wasn't that the week uh, after uh, Adam Central put the hammer on him? Yes. Um, no, I think it was the week before. Oh, was it? I, okay. I, I think I think Monroe Central beat him twenty three nothing, and then they went to Adam Adam Central, and I saw that game, and they got hammered two weeks in a row there. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
All right, sectional 44. Three and six, Triton, who got the bye against seven and three, go to Northfield. Uh, second game, five and five, Southwood gets the honor of playing number two, nine and one, at Adams Central. Oh, yeah. Another good team. All right. All right, 45. Uh, number seven, eight, two, Park Heritage, post. Number nine, eight, two, South Putnam. Look at these records. They're, you're yeah. right, Ted. Yeah. Second yeah. game, eight, two, Covington gets to play, go two, three and six, Riverton Park. Covington beat River Park, 52 18, week eight at River Park, Riverton Park. Sectional 46, four and four, uh, Indianapolis Tinley, who had to buy. Uh, play those two six and four coming at Christian, who uh, received both. Park Tudor eight and two host uh, number one ten and zero Indianapolis Lutheran. Uh, Covenant Christian beat Indianapolis Tinley forty two nineteen week five at Tinley. And they're the defending one A champs, aren't they? Covenant Christian. Yeah, they yeah. they beat. Uh, South Adams last year, oh, yeah, to get to get into it, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. in this section. Who Tinley? No, no, covered no, Christian. no, covered the Christian. Oh, covered the Christian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a big upset a year ago because yes. you know they thought Lutheran was going to yes blister everybody and covered uh, the Christian. Sean Lyons, head coach, yep. and Mark now the Tudor. defensive coordinator. Uh, Park Tudor, who's going, uh, who's hosting Lutheran, that's the team that beat Sheridan last week. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Sectional 47. Four and six. Milan goes two, five and four. North Decatur. Eight and two. Try goes two, two and seven. Knightstown. Try beat Knightstown in a oh, close gosh. one. Yeah. 72 to nothing week wow. seven. That's a tough, that's a tough coaching situation to be in there. You know, that's a tough yeah, that one. Never I don't yeah. care what you say. Great I agree. Parade, yeah, really. Yep. Yeah. yeah, No kidding. Or, uh, you know, some sort that's of. Uh, number nine, eight, one spring Valley host four and four West Washington, three and six Tecumseh. Uh, goes two, four, and five, North Central, Farmersburg. Spring Valley beat West Central 61, or West Washington, rather, 61-22, week four at West Washington. And Abia, Bia, that's all. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, I tell you what, you know, looking across the whole situation here, obviously as it gets tighter and tighter here, you know, and it's a um, win or go home, um, tough situations because uh, we've mentioned several contests here across the state where it's two really good teams going head to head and somebody's going to go home and that's a that's a tough situation for them to be in but uh, again it's uh, just one of the many lessons that uh, you know this game of football teaches our kids and our coaches and everyone else that's involved it's tough to lose uh, in situations like that but uh, you know sun comes up the next morning you get up and dust yourself off and get after it so that's the situation they're in. 
No, Mummy, okay. you're an ex wrestling, or you might still be a wrestling coach. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so you hand in your equipment on Monday and you hit the mat on Wednesday. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they are doing that right now up here. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, anyway, um, so uh, that kind of wraps up everything there, guys. Uh, did another great job of summarizing all these different uh, scores and, uh, you know, who's going against who. And uh, uh, it's all tightening down here as we get into the semifinal round of the uh, sectionals. And, of course, uh, that'll bring it down to the sectional finals this next week um, after this Friday night. So that's going to be make for some very, very interesting uh, football uh, coming up. And it just gets better and better as it goes each week. I think we ought to have a contest. Okay. I think we ought to have a contest All after right. this after this Friday night when it gets down to the sectional finals. Okay. And uh, everybody uh, picks Make your picks. Uh, the winner in the eight times six, 48, 48 different uh, sectionals and right. uh, see who wins out. See who wins? That okay. sounds like fun. Yeah, I, could, I can do that. I mean, I'm planning on finishing fourth. I mean, I'm just – you know, a pup in the kennel of life compared to you guys, but uh, I'll give that a shot, no question. So yeah, let's just plan on what's, doing that. What's what's the uh, what's the price, Theodore? Well, it's got nothing to do with beer. I'll tell you <laughs> that. I am not drinking beer tonight. Okay. Whoa, yeah. was that the announcement you were going to make? Yes. Or- <laughs> I, I, and the reason is, I'm going to have one glass. And I hate scotch, but I'm going to drink Dewar scotch tonight. That's tough. Because because Jolie Dunn passed away yesterday. So I have my notebook with, yeah, so I have my notebook with all his stuff. And uh, I I went eight different spring practices wherever he was at Mm -hmm. and uh, found out he passed away in his sleep last night, but he had dementia and all that, but he, right. we had, we had him up for a state clinic over at Warren central. Right. And so we're coming back from Warren central and there was a liquor store there by the Dave land Inn. Right. And <laughs> I said, and I said, he, I said, you don't like beer. And he said, no. And he said, get me scotch. I said, I don't know anything about it. He said, don't get the cheap stuff. Yeah. I said, okay. <laughs> so he said, get doors. So, I went out this afternoon and bought a small bottle of Dewar's and I'm going to have one over, I'm going to have a lot of ice in it right? Uh, because right. I don't like Scott, but okay. yeah, he did passed away and he was 75. Wow. So he's yeah. young, Ted. He, he's yeah, young. Relatively yeah. speaking. Yeah. 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 So, so that was the announcement. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Good, well. good defensive mind. Yes. Yeah, sure. Here's, here's a, here's a story. He was at one time the head coach at New Mexico. Okay. okay. He said, you can only do this if you're the head coach. He said, take your best cover guy and put him on the best receiver and then send 10. He <laughs> said, send 10. He said, you're, the head coach won't let you do it. So he said, I was the head coach. And he said, and they were playing Lavelle Edwards as Brigham Young. And he mm. said, we put the quarterback on his butt. Ten times, oh my. and that was Jim, and that was Jim McMahon. Oh, really? So, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty good story. He said, yeah. but "If you're just an assistant coach, you can't do it because your head coach won't let you." Right. <laughs> wow. So, 
I just, I, I didn't mean to bore you guys. So, no, okay. no, that's a great story. Yeah. That's interesting. You know. Okay. So, so I'm gonna try to swallow some doers tonight. Yeah. In yeah. his memory. Well, okay. I, I believe in you, Bob. I think you can get it. Okay. Down. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> If I'm not here next week, you know why. <laughs> I know why, you know. We'll let your wife turn in your picks for you. But anyway. yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, thanks a lot for being with us here uh, tonight. And uh, we certainly are happy that uh, so many people are listening in and uh, tuning in to uh, the show. And, uh, of course, we'll be back uh We'll put together another show on Sunday evening. We'll review all the winners, and uh, that's when we'll start revealing our own picks for uh, the different things, uh, sectional championship games, and so it should be a lot of fun. So, uh, anyone think anybody else got anything for the good of the cause? We got Ted. Nope. We got to talk about our guy from Mattel City now. Here for a minute. That's right. Yeah, he, Joe's down there, and he, he's kind of uh, excited because you know most of those. Uh, records are from the south yeah they they? Are. i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna really look into this the next couple of days but, right um you know and he's excited about that because uh he just he loves to be with football people sure. and uh the football people that are successful are even better so i i don't know what joe tally drank even if he did but i'm sure he's Sharing one with Joe Lee Dunn tonight. There you yeah, go. he probably is. Yeah, I don't know, know either. I have no idea whether he's so, but right. he's with he's with football people. You yes. bet. <laughs> you bet. Yeah. We a uh, quick story here about Joe because uh, sure. when I moved down south, um, Bill Harewood, you know, was still alive and he he lived in Boonville, and um, so we took Bob Padgett, who was a former. Uh, football coach at Evansville, right? You know, he won like 95% of his games or something right, down there. Right. And uh, him and Joe Talley were buddies. Okay. Right. Uh, and so uh, Bill Harewood went and got, uh, went and got Bob out of jail is what he called it because Bob was in a, a assisted living place. Okay. Oh, because yeah. he had some dementia problems and, Right. And uh, I think his daughter wanted him there anyway. But okay. uh, anyhow, long story short, we went and got Bob out of jail and we drove to Tell City and had lunch. Uh-huh. And we got there at 11 o'clock at this place downtown in Tell City. And we didn't leave there till about 2 or 2.30. <laughs> and Bill and I sat there for three hours and listened. Didn't, I bet I didn't say 10 words in three right. hours, and I know Bill didn't. Right. And just listen to those two guys talk and right. reminisce. And, I mean, I you know, I kick myself every time I think about it for not taking a recorder. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. Would have been, it would have been unbelievable. That they laughed and had a ball. And sure. it was just, um, you know, it's, it's the kind of people that Joe Talley uh, just wants to be with. Right, you know, right. I mean, they just had more fun, and uh, we had fun, and and then we had to take uh, Paget back and lock him up. But uh, right, right. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> well. Um, hey, listen, that's uh, that is good stuff there, and there's so many things, and uh, I think uh, you know Ted and I have experienced also with uh, when we we're doing the shows before about the All Star Games, which we will pick back up after the. Uh, 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 state championship series is through 
Uh, but uh, so many interesting coaches that some are still active. Most of them, a lot of them are retired, but uh, just to listen to them talk and to tell their stories and give advice about what it takes to coach the game of football and how they put together successful programs. I mean, that's just, like you said, I can, I can sit and listen to that all the time. It's just great to, to hear them talk and to, you know, hear their stories. So, you know, hope everyone gets a chance to enjoy some of that stuff because you can always go on the uh, podcast uh, site and uh, listen to all of the different podcasts that uh, we've produced so far and we'll hopefully keep producing them. So, all right, guys. Well, if no one else has anything else to say, uh, again, thanks to you guys for uh, making the show great. And uh, thanks for everyone uh, to uh, everyone for listening in there. And uh, we certainly wish everyone the best of luck as you head into the semi uh, uh, finals here of each one of the sectionals. And uh, we know it's uh, been a, a hard week of practice. We still got a day or so of practice left. So we hope everyone stays safe and uh, just has a great uh, football experience on Friday night. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, keep doing all the great things that the coaches do out there, teaching our kids uh, all the uh, good things that football can teach them, as well as uh, not only about football, but about life itself. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. Everyone have a fantastic rest of the week, and good luck as you head into the sectional semifinal rounds.